What's up, friends? Okay, so it is fall, and if you know me at all, you know I'm a crazy basic fall girl. Like, all the things. Hashtag pumpkin everything. By the way, if you haven't watched Eliza Schlesinger's comedy stand-up, Freezing Hot, on Netflix, stop everything you're doing, go watch it now, because she has this bit and makes fun of girls with fall, and it's just so spot on. (laughs) It's like, she says, when you become a girl, and you go get your girl card, they say, do you like fall? It's a requirement of being a girl. (laughs) Anyways, I am just like head over heels in love with this season. And if you've been tuning in, you know the last couple episodes, I've talked about how my motivation has really been dwindling the last few months, really. I've been tired, overwhelmed, not motivated at the gym, haven't been taking super good care of myself. So I've been looking at ways to like get my health back on track and back in alignment with my values. If you tuned in the last couple weeks, you know we talked a lot about motivation makeover with my work wife, LPCC campaign. She had some great tips on mental strength training. I also talked about my health inventory and boundary basic setting, how to realign your actions with your values, which is just the core of what we do here, really lays the foundation of everything we do. So we've got to get that duck in a row. Well, today I want to talk about the food piece, and there's no better time to do this than fall. Really the transition in season, there's so much opportunity that presents itself in the form of fall food. And it excites me to make nutritional changes in the kitchen. It re-interests me in the kitchen, which is really a win-win because it does two things. One, it gets me back in the kitchen and I start cooking again instead of what I've been doing, which is like air frying chicken nuggets and broccoli which isn't a bad thing, but you know, I've been doing it for a while. It's time to start cooking again. (laughs) And it also allows for variety. One of the best things we can do for our gut health is to eat a variety of produce. And when we shift our produce with the season, our microbiome and our gut just love it. So I want to give a shout out today to my gym. I know you guys are listening from all over the world, but if you are ever in Albuquerque, New Mexico, please stop by and say hello. I go to Bear Canyon CrossFit. I write an article for Bear Canyon every single month, and this month we featured our fall food favorite. So shout out to Bear Canyon. I wanted to bring it not only to them, but also to you guys. So today we are going to be talking about why eating seasonally is so wonderful, why everyone needs to do it, what's in season right now. I've got some notable nutrients that I want to highlight in the food's that are in season right now. And then I'm going to share with you guys my favorite recipes because this is really what it's all about. Finding ways to take the seasonal foods and make them into delicious foods. Everyone in your house loves your roommates, your spouse, your kids. Everybody's going to dig these recipes I have for you. Okay. Reason number 129 why I love fall foods is when we find ways to shift seasonally, we're creating memories. We're creating traditions in our home. And I don't care if you're in college. I don't care if you're an empty nester. If you've got young kids, teenagers, whatever it is, there are benefits to creating these traditions within your life. One of the reasons I love fall so much is My mom did this, and it's something that I will be eternally grateful for. Thank you, mom. I love you, mama. But I will never forget that every fall, I would come home from soccer practice. I was a soccer player. We usually practiced up until right when the sun was going down, because, you know, the days get shorter over on this side of the world in the fall time. So I'd go home, sun's going down, and I would open the door. I'd be tired from practice, but I would just get this smell, like this wave of different fall foods. And there were some staples that she cooked. Like one was called Dracula's Revenge and she just loved it because of the name, (laughs) but it was a pasta made with like Harvati cheese and oh, it was delicious. She would make wonderful chilies and stew. She's 
famous for her wassail recipe, which always filled the house with cinnamon, nutmeg, cloves, those fall spices. So these are the things I would open the door and walk into at the end of my day. It created a memory and a strong association with these fall foods. So fall foods are not only have major nutritional benefits, which I'm going to talk about, but it also can create this really safe, wonderful experience for the people that we love in our lives. And we can share that. And if y'all have ever heard of the five languages of love, I believe there's a sixth and it is food. And there's a way we can share that love in the form of food in ways that help people be the healthiest they can be, but also allows them to enjoy food. Both are a value and that's what we're doing here on today's podcast. So we're going to dive into that. Recipes are going to be posted on my Instagram. I will be posting it in my stories. So if you miss it, go ahead and check out the recipes on my highlights. I will also be posting some directly to the feed. So make sure you're paying attention there and let me know what you guys think of them. I mean, I throw this stuff out and I will tell you right now, when I hear back from you guys, it makes my whole day. When I hear that you like the show, when you take a minute to leave a review, when you let me know you tried one of the recipes I threw out here and it made your day more energetic and tastier, I love it. So let me know what you guys think. Make sure you connect with me at JessBrownRD is my Instagram handle. Fuel Her Awesome is my Facebook page and website JessBrownRD.com. Okay, so we're going to dive in to fall food favorites. Hey Jess, this is Steph Gass and I just wanted to say thank you so much for being the best coach and friend in the entire world. Y'all, Jessica has helped me to break up with dieting forever. She helped me over the last year of coaching really recognize that our body is a temple, how to cherish our body, how to eat according to our needs without having to look at macros or calories or get on the scale. The craziest breakthrough I had in the past year of working with Jess is finding where my body naturally thrives, learning to love fruit and vegetables and crave them every single day and, wait for it, totally break up with the scale. I could care less what that scale says and it was so liberating to realize that you don't actually need it to feel great in your own skin. Jessica is an incredible coach and mentor. I would highly, highly, highly recommend Getting into her food foundations course, it will change your life. I would recommend that you snag a session with her and just really get you excited about loving the body that you're in. Because if we have this body, like Jess says, it's time to get comfortable. Love you, girl. Thanks, Jess. What's up, food friends? Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Jazz, and if you're new here, I'm so happy you are here. I am a body bully warrior, food freedom guru, nutrition nerd with a capital RD, get it, for registered dietitian. (laughs) I am here to help you become an empowered eater. I'm dishing out nutrition fun with a side of science as we learn how to let go of guilt and that all or nothing mentality. I'm an eating disorder and insecurity-filled girl turned energizer bunny who just has an insatiable appetite for life. I'm a speaker, founder, and certified eating disorder and sports nutrition specialist. I'm fueled by faith, delicious food, and lots and lots of fun. I am in your corner cheering you on because I know you have this inner awesome and we just need to fuel it right. We need to fuel it with the right food, the right mental thoughts, the right relationships. I'm here to fuel your awesome with the nutrition info that supports you, empowers you, mental strength training, and confidence that radiates regardless of your body shape. This show is for the woman who wants to eat healthy but doesn't quite know what that looks like. The girl who's trying to break up with diet culture because she finally realizes there is no such thing as a perfect body but also kind of scared that if she lets that go, she's settling. 
the mama who's trying to take care of herself and feed a whole entire family all before running out the door at 7 a.m. The college grad trying to get her feet on the ground and wondering if being healthier or skinnier or prettier would help. And the superwoman out there who is absolutely crushing life but still feeling like it isn't enough. Oh girls, the struggle is real. But you know you hold an inner awesome and I know you know this because you're here. You downloaded this podcast, you're listening, you're tuning in. So if you're ready to be the healthiest version of yourself, here we go. Food freedom means food is just food, and you can channel that energy you used to use to obsess about food in your body, you know, like all that, changing your outfit a hundred times or weighing food over and over. Now we take that energy and we can channel it towards serving your purpose, your family, your work, your inner awesome. It's so crazy how there's this ripple effect when we allow ourselves to be the healthiest version of ourselves. Our family feels it, our work feels it girls the world needs it. I'm stoked to be in your corner. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at JessBrownRD or check out all my resources JessBrownRD.com. All right, Superwoman, are you ready to channel that inner awesome? We're going to take it up to the next level. Grab a cup of coffee, lace up your running shoes. Let's dive into today's show. Fall weather is finally here. Can I get an woohoo and an amen? Here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, it has been 90 degrees up until about last week. So the fact that today it's below 60 is just just making my world. <laughs> I got a sweater on. I've got some booties on. Although, side note, I wear booties even when it's 90 degrees. Like I don't care once it's September. I'm like, I wear booties and boots from now all the way until like April. (laughs) See, I told you guys I was basic, basic and proud. So we have some traditions here in Albuquerque. We have the largest balloon fiesta, I think in the world, where we have hundreds and hundreds of balloons fill the sky for the first two weekends of October. We roast green chili. And anytime you walk outside a store, you can smell that roasted green chili scent. And it's just an amazing tradition here in New Mexico. I know y'all have different traditions. One thing I know we all have in common is what's in season. Shifting our menu in alignment with what's in season does so many cool things for us. And I think it's really an opportunity to re-interest ourselves in the kitchen, to help us get interested in new recipes, like trigger our taste buds to try some something new and enjoy something out of our normal, typical, same 27 items that we buy at the grocery store, which by the way, they've actually done research on that. And the average person buys the same 30 items at the grocery store over and over and over again. And I'm one of those, I fall into patterns. I'm a creature of habit. And there's not, that's not all bad, right? Like we find what works and we do it over and over and we make life easy. That's all good and wonderful. However, when it comes to nutrition, sometimes variety is key, especially when it comes to our gut and our microbiome. Our microbiome, which is the bacteria that lines our gut, it's basically the interpreter from our food to our body. So it takes the food we eat and translates it into our body and it can translate like good things or not so great things. And the number one predictor of a healthy microbiome that is translating positive vibes to our body and our brain is density and diversity. We want a dense and diverse microbiome and gut flora within our gut. How we get that? One of the main ways to do it is eating a variety of produce and eating seasonally is an awesome way to do that. Okay, so what is in season right now? The main produce that's going to be in season right now are apples, beets, 
carrots, cauliflower, citrus fruits, green beans, kale, pumpkin, pumpkin, duh, (laughs) pumpkin, we all knew that, winter squash, and sweet potatoes. What's really cool is these produce items all have two major micronutrients in common, and they're really great sources for these two, vitamin A and vitamin C. What I think is really interesting is these two vitamins are play a really big role in our immune function, which this time of year and this shift of season tends to be a time that we're more susceptible to illness. And so how cool that by God's work that the foods that are in season are the ones that are higher in micronutrients that boost our immune system. I just think God is cool. Like he does stuff like that. (laughs) So vitamin A, this micronutrient superstar can actually be found predominantly in carrots, kale, sweet potatoes, pumpkin, and winter squash. It's notable contributions to our body are healthy vision, So if you're struggling with like poor night vision in particular, you might be short some vitamin A, reproduction, cellular communication, and as I mentioned, immune function. Now vitamin C, you guys are probably a bit more familiar with this one. This micronutrient can be found plentiful in citrus fruits, cauliflower, sweet potatoes, and parsnips. It's crucial, as we know, for a strong immune system, but it's also going to play a role in muscle damage repair and skin vitality. Interestingly, when they look at collagen supplementation, which has become, it's a protein that's become very famous for like beauty, skin, and hair, collagen absorption is actually enhanced when taken with vitamin C. And the reason for that is because vitamin C is required for the biosynthesis of collagen. So it, it can enhance absorption, it can enhance the body's ability to generate collagen internally and help us maintain that young, healthy, connective tissue, which I know we're all trying to do. But it also increases the hydration level of our skin and the elasticity of our skin. It can give most of us that hydrated, glowing appearance. Vitamin C is also required for the biosynthesis of L-carnitine. You might have heard of L-carnitine before because it's actually a popular supplement for sports performance and enhancement. There's not a ton of solid research out, although there is quite a bit of anecdotal evidence. However, it can't really do its job without vitamin C. We also need vitamin C for the formulation of certain neurotransmitters. It's a super powerful antioxidant and it can regenerate other antioxidants in the body. Like how cool is that? So if you're running low on vitamin E, vitamin C can actually help regenerate vitamin E within your body. So lots of cool stuff that vitamin A and C provide, all which can be found in these seasonal foods. Okay, now let's get to the action part. Like how can we add these new seasonal foods into our diet and what are my favorite recipes? Okay guys, I don't like to brag about things, but I do brag about two things in life. Number one, I think my husband is like the sexiest man alive. I always tell him like, babe, you're my Superman. You're my Ryan Reynolds. You are it for me. I know I'm biased. I'm totally biased. But I brag about that and I brag about my pumpkin pancake recipe because I have nailed the best pumpkin pancake recipe known to man. This one is going to be up on my Instagram this week, so be sure you're following me at JessBrownRD. But I have fun with this. Like, not only does it taste delicious with fresh spices and pureed pumpkin, I make it in the shape of a pumpkin. So I've got myself a little mini pumpkin waffle maker. If you don't have one of these, girl, check out Amazon. Just search pumpkin waffle maker. You will find this, and it is the cutest little thing. It makes this little tiny four-inch waffle in the shape of a pumpkin. It's just precious. But this is something I like to make ahead of time. If you guys tuned into my 
breakfast podcast, you know that making carbohydrate options for breakfast ahead of time is my jam and it helps set me up for the week. So I have something readily available to grab and go, whether it's for breakfast or a snack. In the fall, these pumpkin pancakes are it. That is what I make. My boys want nothing else. I want nothing else. These things are just too good. So pumpkin pancakes are a must. The next fall food that I can't get enough of is goat cheese and apples. Guys, this is a really simple snack. You can grab it and go and it's so loaded with nutrition. So apples this time of year taste incredible. There are so many varieties, honey crisp, gallop. I saw a grapefruit apple the other day. I mean, the options are just endless, but if we pair it with something like goat cheese, what we're doing is we're adding a bit of protein and just a little dietary fat. So this is perfect balance because if we have just a carbohydrate all by itself, so if we have just the apple, what tends to happen is our blood sugar spikes. Now, if we pair it with something like goat cheese, which has protein and fat, that's going to moderate how quickly we digest that carbohydrate. We don't get a blood sugar spike. Instead, we have a more sustainable blood sugar curve. So we're giving our body energy at an adequate, slower rate so that our energy levels maintained throughout the day, which is exactly what we want. We want this like constant flow of energy and this constant stream of blood glucose coming from our stomach instead of like a quick spike and then a crash. So goat cheese and whatever apple suits my fancy that day, that is what I'm packing. The next fall favorite that I have is all roasted root veggies. Guys, the squashes are endless in the grocery stores and there's so many different cool ones available in different shapes and sizes and colors. I mean, they're beautiful. No joke. In the center of my table right now, I have just a pile of squashes that I got from Trader Joe's in these odd shapes and my kids have named them different names. Like we have swan and rock climbing hook and (laughs) Superman. Like we have all these really crazy names, but they're so gorgeous. Not only are they gorgeous, but they taste incredible. So here's how you're going to roast those root veggies. It's really not too difficult. What we need to do is we need to dice them first. Some of them you'll want to keep the skin on. Some of them you'll want to take them off. So things that have a tougher skin like pumpkin, butternut squash, some of those other winter squashes, we'll want to roast it in the skin and then cut the meat of the veggie out after we roast it. Whereas things like sweet potatoes, we can just leave the skin on because there's actually some extra fiber and microbiome benefits by keeping the skin on there. So we'll want to cut them up depending on which type we have. You'll want to set your oven at a really high temperature. So between 400 and 450 degrees. This high, high temp allows for a beautiful browning and roasting, which is exactly what we want here. This is where the delicious natural sugars of these winter squashes can really crystallize and their flavors can be released and we can really enjoy them. So we'll want to get a, a cookie sheet out next, line it with parchment paper. Lining it with parchment paper does a couple things. It makes it so it doesn't stick to your beautiful pan, but it also helps, helps to disperse the heat. We will want to then roast the root veggies for anywhere between 30 to 60 minutes, depending on how much you have on there. Now, one tip I have for you guys, and this is compliments of my mama, who is an incredible chef, is that you don't want to overcrowd the pan. This is going to help to achieve a nice, even browning. So if you need to get a few different cookie sheets so that you can space them out evenly, we're going to drizzle some avocado oil on there. So you want to use avocado oil instead of olive oil. Olive oil has a lower smoke point. So when it actually gets in that high of heat, it can become rancid. So choosing something like olive oil, I'm sorry, not all, don't use olive oil. (laughs) Choosing something like avocado oil is going to be a better option and it tastes delicious. 
Then we'll want to season it with salt, pepper. I like to throw some black garlic on there. If you guys haven't tried black garlic yet, you can actually find it in the spice section. It's dried. It's delicious. It's easy to add and you don't have to dice it up and get that icky smell on, <laughs> on your fingers. There's nothing I hate more than like laying in bed. And I, you know, wiggle my nose and I can smell garlic on my fingers. Ew, ew. <laughs> so I like black garlic. You can also add things like chipotle, chili powder. If you like a little bit of a spicier dish, get creative here. So once it's seasoned, we've stirred up all our root veggies. We're going to pop it in that oven and we're going to roast it in there from anywhere from 30 to 60 minutes. Being sure to pull those veggies out every 10 to 15 minutes and giving them a little stir. Finally, once you're getting near to the end, you're starting to poke these babies and they're feeling nice and soft and juicy we're gonna actually add about a tablespoon of broth for the last five minutes to keep those veggies moist and really get that beautiful browning at the end so have fun with these roasted root veggies try a new one this year like get crazy they're only a dollar fifty <laughs> so if you don't like it your dogs will love it it's great for the dogs too i think don't quote me on that i am not a vet so <laughs> don't quote me on that and the final recipe i want to share with you guys is obviously the heartiest and the most wonderful and that is the various chilies that are available guys i have a pumpkin quinoa veggie chili that i just can't get enough of i love to pair it with avocado some crushed up cashew or cheese on top and cornbread on the side and then i also have a lumberjack chili that is more meat based for all you hunters out there that have that extra ground beef this is great with cow beef or if you have any game meat I've made this with my husband's treasures that he has brought home and it has worked out delicious. So these ones I'm actually going to post directly on Instagram. So be sure you connect with me there. Just the possibilities that we have with all these fall foods and we can do so many cool things from adding nutritional quality and content to our plate. We can spike our interest in the kitchen and we can all at the same time start creating these wonderful memories for the people around us. Lastly, I want to share with you this. I have one recipe that I make every fall and it just makes my mouth water. It is so close to my heart is my grandma's recipe, pumpkin cookies. These are not like what you would think of though. It's kind of like a bready kind of cookie. So it's not like your typical chocolate chip cookie. It's more of a bread. And then it's topped with this delicious homemade vanilla white icing. Now here's the thing about these pumpkin cookies. Y'all know me, I don't have a good or bad food list, but there are some nutrients that we just know are not, like they're not good for us. So one of them is trans fat. Trans fat is man-made, man-made trans fat. So like I'm talking in lard and Crisco, we know it is not something that our body necessarily recognizes as food and it it doesn't help us nutritionally. But what it does do is make delicious baked goods and increases the shelf life of foods. So this is a food product, Crisco in particular is a food product I generally do not recommend. There are other options that the body does recognize and can use as nutrition like applesauce, butter. But as for Crisco, not so much. However, when it comes to fall, I have such an emotional attachment to this recipe my grandma made with Crisco. My grandma made it for years and then my mom made it for years and now I'm making it for my kids. And there is a part of me that can look at this and go, yeah, not a healthy cookie, but I, I refuse to do that because this is where I practice what I preach and I value enjoying food. 
So no, I don't make my cookies typically with Crisco, but once or twice a year, I make these pumpkin cookies and I don't sub out that Crisco. And they're delicious and I love them. And all this to say that there is a time and place for all foods. So even these quote bad foods that don't do productive things in our bodies, there is still a time and a place to enjoy them, especially if you have family traditions attached to them. Sure, if you wanna do a smart swap and find more nutritional ways to make them, by all means do it. But here's the thing, my mom and I tried and they didn't come out the same for this particular recipe. Now we've done it with other things. We've done it with brownies. We've done it with some of the other cookies. This one, nope, we're keeping it. So we're gonna just have that good old Crisco and trust that our body can handle it. All the other food decisions I make throughout the day are high quality nutrient dense foods. So I can trust that my body can handle a little bit of that Crisco. And that right there, friends, that's food freedom and that's balance. That's balancing discipline and permission and not letting food have this control over you. So I hope if you want that recipe, that will also be up on my that one's actually already on my Instagram. So you can guys go check that out right now. I wish you all a wonderful fall season. I hope that you try some of these recipes. And you know what? Share your favorites with me. If you guys have one, post it on your stories. Post it on Instagram. Be sure to tag me and I'm going to share it with everyone because these are just a few recipes. There are so many out there. And let's spread that fall love. Guys, I hope you have a fabulous day. Cheers and happy fall eating. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope it strengthened your food journey and empowered you to live boldly in your body. Real quick, sister, before you go, if you liked today's episode, the best way you can thank me is head on over to iTunes, Fuel Her Awesome Podcast, leave a review and subscribe. Then take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at JessBrownRD. And if you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out my website, JessBrownRD.com. I've got info on my e-course, Fuel Her Awesome Food Foundations, my 10-step ebook on how to beat body bullying, and so much more. I cannot wait to chat with you babes again. Until next time, cheers and happy eating.